Good day, everyone. Thank you for joining us this Good Friday. Our scripture today that we will be using, it comes from John chapter 19, verses 16 to 37. And before we go to the Lord, to the scripture, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I thank you once again for this day that you have given us, Father. I pray your hand continue to guide and lead us, guide and be with us, guide and continue to uh, lead each and every one of us, Lord, as we come to the time, Lord, where we remember the ultimate sacrifice, your son, Jesus Christ, uh, paid for each and every one of us, Father. And I pray your hand be upon the listener, Lord, this day. I ask all these things in your Son, Jesus Christ's name I pray, Lord, let it be. Amen. Again, take your Bibles to John chapter 19, 16 to 37. 16 to 37. And it reads, Finally Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. So the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out to a place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. Here they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side, and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign. For the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, divided them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining, remaining his this garment was seamless, woven into one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled, which said, They divided my garment among them and cast lots for my clothes. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there, the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the, to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Later, knowing that all was now completed, and so the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there. So they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of of the hippus plant and lifted it to Jesus's lips. When they had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now it was the day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath. Because the Jews did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus, and then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found him, he was already dead. They did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it has given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happened so that the scripture would be fulfilled. No one of his bones will be broken. And as other scriptures say, they will look on the one they have pierced. Amen. This Good Friday, or Good Friday in general, we take time to remember what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. 
is death the important part of this day? The death of Jesus Christ is what we think about. The process of the crucifixion. Him going to the cross. Him being nailed to the cross. Him being put on that cross. His body was given up for each and every one of us. And so this Good Friday, we take time and, and we reflect upon what Jesus did. He gave his life for us. He gave his life for us on the cross. And as we think about what happened, we think about what took place, that Jesus knew he was going to the cross. Jesus knew what was going to take place. And as we think about what Jesus did on the cross, we think about, you know, he himself was human. He himself had the uh, human mind, had the human feelings, had human emotion. And he prayed that, you know, Father, if, if this cup, you know, could be taken from me, there's a way you can take this cup from me. Please, Father, relieve me of this cup. And he was praying and praying and praying. And, and he tells, you know, his father, God, you know, not my will, but your will be done. Not what I want. I, I, I would like a way out. I would like a way out. That, that's, that's what I would like. And Jesus is saying this. But he says, you know what? Your will is priority one. Your will is priority one that, that supersedes anything that I want. And I know that uh, I want out, but Father, that your will would take place rather than mine. And so Jesus goes to the cross and Jesus lays down his life. And he had an appointment with death. He had an appointment with death that he fulfilled this appointment. He didn't shy away from it. Yes, he had those feelings. Yes, this he he had those emotions of of like uh, 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 coming upon him a a spirit that you know didn't want him to um, do this. But he gave himself. He gave himself to the cross. Galatians two twenty says, "I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live." But Christ lives in me, the life I live in the body. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. And Paul is writing this, and Paul is saying that Christ willfully gave himself up. He willfully gave his life for you and I. And on this day, we remember Jesus Christ giving himself up for us. Mark 10, 45 says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So don't think that Jesus Christ was murdered. Jesus Christ's life was taken from him, and he fought and fought and fought and fought. No, Jesus Christ willfully went to the cross. He willfully sacrificed himself. He willfully became the Lamb of God. As John says, look, the Lamb of God comes. And John the Baptist says, look, the Lamb of God comes. And so we understand and we know that Jesus Christ, who, who died on the cross, died willfully as a ransom for you and I. He took the bullet for you and I. And because he did that, 
all is paid, all is made right with God. We are made, put in the right place with God. We are set in the right place with God. We have the perfect atonement for every sin that we committed. We have the perfect atonement with the perfect sacrifice for every sin that we've ever committed. And it was placed on Jesus Christ that day. It was placed on him. And as he stood on the cross and he felt the darkness and he saw the darkness and he saw the things around him. And as he cried, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He saw the sin. He saw the true darkness of each and every one of our sins. And that what was placed on Jesus Christ. That's what was placed on him on the cross. When he went to the cross, he shed his blood for you and I. And that was the perfect gift that God has given to each and every one of us. And so for us, he is the atoning sacrifice of our sins. And not only for ours, but also for the sins of the world. 1 John chapter 2, 2. And so we see that God, that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ on this day, we remember, went to the cross and he died. And if we leave it there, if we leave the uh, our, our, our King, our Lord, on the cross, dead, he becomes just like any other man. But we don't. We don't leave him there. We don't leave him on the cross. He comes down off the cross and he is buried. He lies in state. He lies in a tomb waiting for that perfect day. Waiting for that day his his father calls him. He's waiting for that day when he is he overcomes uh, um, the world. And so today we, we remember what Jesus did on the cross. But praise the Lord, this is not the end of the story. And so there's a radio host used to come on. Um, named Paul Harvey, and his program was the rest of the story. And uh, we don't have the rest of the story yet, and that comes on Sunday. My brothers and sisters in Christ, enjoy this day. Think about what our Lord and Savior did on the cross. He saved us. He didn't save a small portion. He saved each and every one of us on this day. Lord, let us pray. Father, I thank you for this day that you have given us. Pray you continue to guide and lead us. Guide and be with the listener, Father, that they may know, Lord, the true salvation that came to your son, that came through your son on the cross that day. Guide us and lead us. Guide us and be with us, Lord, this day as we take time to remember and ponder the thought of Jesus Christ, our Messiah, going to the cross for our sins, all the sins that we've committed, all the darkness in our hearts, all the darkness, Lord, that we've committed was laid upon your Son, the perfect sacrifice, Father. And we give thanks, Father, and we glorify, Father. We lift up your Son, Father, and we praise his name this day because what he did over 2,000 years ago, Father. We ask all these things, Father, and I pray that you be with the listener, Lord, this day. Watch over and guide and be with them, Father. And I pray for those, Father, who are can't be near one another, Lord, can't be with their loved ones this weekend, Lord, can't be near this loved ones, Lord. Maybe they're stuck in the hospital. Maybe they're stuck elsewhere, Father. Maybe they're uh, doing the quarantine thing, Lord. And I pray your hand be upon 
upon them, Lord, that you would be near and dear and comfort them, Lord, at this time. I ask all these things, Lord, in your Son, Jesus Christ's name I pray, Lord, let it be. Amen. May God bless you this Good Friday, and may the Lord, may you go in the Lord, and may He bless you. And uh, please join us again on Sunday morning. Um, I will have a um, sermon prepared there as well. I thank you for listening. May God bless you. Amen.